Hello and welcome to part two of the Rouse Review, the CityWorks portion of our show. Uh, today we're going to be talking to Perry Eisenach and Kelly Henshaw, uh, our city engineer. Perry's the director of public services. Mm -hmm. Very important people of substance. They're going to talk to us about uh, stormwater utility, what it is, uh, and why we might be getting one. So mm -hmm. let's bring them on in. All right. Welcome again, uh, Kelly and Perry. We had, we had to start over because uh, Mr. Thesaurus over here <laughs> got tripped up. Um, so welcome back, guys. Uh, Kelly, we were on recently talking about dog poop, and uh, Perry was on talking about uh, one of the many things he does. Um, today we're talking about stormwater utility. Uh, now, a lot of folks might be confused because, you know, we call it a utility. What is a stormwater utility? Uh, because, you know, they think of the electric company or the gas company when they think of a utility. How is it, how is the stormwater utility? What is a stormwater utility? So I would say um, stormwater can be a utility because a utility is like a user-based fee mm -hmm. based on either the amount of whatever utility you are using. Yes. But for a stormwater utility, in this case, it's based on how much stormwater you're generating. Got it. And so it's tied to the hard surfaces that are on your property. Hard surfaces, mm -hmm. impervious yes. surfaces. So what? give me some uh, examples of an impervious surface. Concrete, uh, that's obviously mm -hmm. one, but what else we got? Because what, what are some things that are impervious that folks might not well, roofs and sidewalks, obviously. Roofs those and are sidewalks. The, those are the... What about the, my deck? Brainers. A deck would be impervious. Um, but it drains down to a pervious surface. Sometimes. Sometimes, okay. Sometimes. Um, one that is really kind of out there that people are like, no, would be a swimming pool. Oh, um, yeah, that's clearly impervious. Yeah, you would, you would think that, oh, well, it's got water in it, and it's just adding more water to it, but the... The idea is that if your yeah. pool is already full to the top and it rains, yeah. that water's going to run off. So that's an impervious It's surface. actually the definition of <laughs> <Right>? impervious. <laughs> um, well, we don't have a ton of swimming pools around here, so that might not come up too much. Right. But so based on, so basically just as uh, you're using a particular amount of electricity and so we charge you based on that usage mm -hmm. or in our case, we do charge for water. So that is a utility that the city runs based on how much water you use you pay the fee. In this case, it's how much water runs off your property right. estimated, I guess. Yeah. So, and, but we've not had this before. So why, why now? Well, we're facing some really significant challenges mm -hmm. regarding stormwater. Um, the, the top three, we've got um, a lot of areas that experience flooding mm -hmm. where there's inadequate stormwater um, facilities. Yeah. Case in point, last week. Co correct. Yes. Wednesday. Yeah. Last Wednesday, when you know Cameron turned into a river. Exactly. Uh, Braddock. Oh, Featherbed. I mean, if anybody drove over on Featherbed by Abrams Creek, whoo, just yeah, a lot, torrent. A lot of water. A lot of yeah. water. So th that's one of the challenges. Uh, the other challenge, another challenge, is that we, the city, has a stormwater discharge permit. Mm -hmm. And we're regulated by the state, mm -hmm. and the requirements for the the permit are becoming um, more stringent, mm. and it's going to be very difficult to meet the requirements. And so the city's going to we're going to be required to do certain things, yeah. which are it's going to cost money. And that does that permit cover quality and quantity, or it's primarily quality. 
It's primarily quality, but gotcha. yeah, I mean, it's it's also tied into how we maintain our system. Okay. You know, they rate they look at that for us. Are we maintaining our system? And so that's where the capacity. So why comes can't we in. just build a big pipe and dump it in Frederick County? <laughs> Right across over Boulevard, we just dump it or right out on 81. There we go. And the state can take care of it. Why can't we do stuff like that? Well, our permit does not allow us to do things like that. Gotcha. The, the stormwater that is generated within the city, mm-hmm. we have to take care of that stormwater. We've got to take care of our own. Exactly. Exactly. Got it. So we can't just dump it on somebody else. Yeah. But it's just water. What's the harm in that? Yeah. It is, but there, there there's um, surprisingly there's a lot of nutrients, uh, nitrogen and nutrients phosphorus. Are, nutrients are a good thing. We all need nutrients, right? Not an excess of nutrients. There, uh, what happens with an excess of nutrients? Well, that ends up going into the Chesapeake Bay. Yeah, and creating that that has created all the problems in the Chesapeake Bay. Oh, okay, so our water flows all the way to the Chesapeake Bay. It does. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, what kind of problems are those? I would say some of the um, issues that have been recognized over the last two or three decades in yeah. the Chesapeake Bay, um, you know, a really sharp decrease in the blue crab population, mm-hmm. Menhaden population. What's Menhaden? They're little fish. Oh, little fish. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're used as bait for yep. other fish. Yes, they so, are. Um, but it's a big industry on the Chesapeake Bay. And is, so yeah. there was a really steep decline, um, you know algae blooms and things like mm-hmm. that that just really are detrimental yeah. uh, the temperature of the water the more runoff we have the faster it runs the warmer it gets mm. it affects all of the life systems that rely on those streams and gotcha. creeks and rivers so um you know we do our best mm-hmm. and the regulations and things that are in place to govern yeah. new development and retrofits really are trying to slow down the discharges mm-hmm. and reduce them stretch them out over a longer period of time so the impact is not because for decades you know before the 70s before the clean water act yeah. there was no regulation of that and so we're kind of trying mm-hmm. to backpedal and, and gotcha. cover all the damage that's been done got it from those <clears throat> periods so we've got a list i know we've got a list of stormwater projects uh, that could be anything from some curb and gutter work to help channel the water to uh you know, new ponds, new drains, all that kind of stuff. Uh, And we have, we just started an in-house team, correct, to do this work? Or was that? No, we, we, right now we do not have an in-house crew that's Mm -hmm. dedicated to maintaining stormwater. Got it. So that's, that's really something that we need. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we have crews that are dedicated to maintaining the water system, the sanitary sewer system, Mm -hmm. but we, we do not have a crew for the stormwater system. So that is really the third reason that we are looking at a stormwater utility. Got it. It's because we need more resources to maintain all of this infrastructure that's out there. So for someone that asks, well, why, why didn't we plan on this? Well, you know, we're, why are we just now starting this? Why didn't the city plan effectively for this? What's, uh, what's the response to that? Because this is one of those things that, um, you know, Many jurisdictions in the state have it. I think it's, you know, dozens of jurisdictions mm-hmm. have one. Uh, why does a jurisdiction find themselves in a situation that they need a stormwater utility? Really for the same reasons that we do. Yeah. Um, you know, they, From a cost perspective. Mm-hmm. From a cost perspective, yeah. yes. And what are those reasons? Well, their infrastructure needs mm-hmm. to take care of flooding or infrastructure 
to treat the storm water mm -hmm. so the water quality is better um and that infrastructure is expensive it's extremely it's really expensive. expensive that's yeah. where we're going with it so yeah uh, you know we we had a a proposed development you know, about six months ago where a lot of the residents were saying well you can't possibly build all these other things until you fix the stormwater issues in our neighborhood and that was one of what 20 25 proposed potential pro stormwater projects in the city actually we have a list of over 70 over 70 projects and what's the average cost of one of those projects? I would say the the low end would probably be maybe two hundred thousand, mm -hmm. up to the North Cameron drainage project, which is really our highest priority right now. The cost for that project is going to be about fourteen million. Fourteen million dollars. Yeah. Now we get some money from the state for these things, correct? We do. Yes, for the North Cameron drainage, half of the money is going to come from the state mm -hmm. um, through. Uh, revenue sharing program that that VDOT has. Gotcha. So we're still on the hook for about seven million dollars. Correct. So let's say the average cost to the city for these various projects is what about a million dollars? I, th I think that's a fair fair estimate. Yeah. So we're looking at about seventy million dollars worth of projects. Correct. That is not as big as an entire year's budget, but it's uh, pretty close. Yeah. You know. So the stormwater utility fee that is being proposed that council is discussing right now that would go to help cover that 70 million dollars worth of projects so that it doesn't all get dumped on your property tax or your personal property tax uh it's a like we said earlier a user fee right how much do we anticipate that it would generate annually well it it's going to depend on um how many projects council wants us to undertake mm -hmm you know, from the, the get-go, and real, it's just how robust of a program mm -hmm. do do we want and do we need. Got it. And and so, you know, I think it could generate anywhere from, I'd say the low end would be a million a year mm -hmm. to, you know, two or three million a year. Okay, okay. And this will apply to residential and commercial uh, properties, correct? Correct, yes. it, any property that has impervious surface. Including nonprofits. Yes. yes. <clears throat> Which is one of the things that I know the council occasionally brings up uh, is that, you know, obviously these nonprofits, although they provide a valuable service to the city, they pay nothing in taxes uh, to help cover things like police, fire and rescue, the stormwater runoff they generate. Right. So uh, a large shopping center with a massive surface parking lot, those properties are going to get... You know, the, the, they will probably bear the lion's share of the cost. Is that correct? Right. That, that's yes. correct. The The two biggest um, properties are, the first is uh, Valley Health, mm -hmm. the hospital, mm -hmm. and the second is Apple Blossom Mall. Oh, okay. Those those two properties have the more impervious surface than any other properties in the city. Got it. Got it. So when would we expect, and for a resident, would be probably a nominal fee that would be part of their utility bill. Yes, it would, the the fee would be added to your utility bill. Got it. And if council, I know there's first reading uh, tomorrow night. Uh, if council approves it, you know, at second reading, which would be let's see, that would be the first meeting in July. Uh, when would folks start seeing a bill? Well, 
what we're planning to do, if, if council approves the, the ordinance, we will have a lot of work to do the mm-hmm. next six months to complete the list of stormwater projects that we're going to prioritize them. Mm-hmm. Um, we will develop a, a maintenance program and how much of that will cost. Okay. And all of this information will be presented to council in January. Okay. And at that time, council would would approve a fee, what the f- actual fee is going to be. Got it. And the soonest billing would start would be July of 2023. Okay. So it's still a ways down the road. but And this money can only be used for stormwater projects. Correct. Yes. yes. Got it. What else should folks know? We have we have looked at implementing a stormwater utility for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been with the city 15 years, and we started looking at it really right after I got here. Mm-hmm. And, and so, we, you know, we certainly understand that nobody wants to add an additional fee. We it's not yeah. something that we want to do, but we feel it is the most equitable fair way mm. to generate revenue to pay for the, the stormwater needs of the city. Yes. All righty. That sounds good. Well, we'll stay tuned. Next steps. So tomorrow night, it, council, it was well-received, generally well-received uh, at our last meeting, the work session, and passed with a 7-1 vote. Uh, of course, there are going to be folks that are concerned about you know this fee at the, this particular time, but... Uh, Provided it continues on the same path, first reading tomorrow night, second reading at the first meeting in July, and then really the the nitty gritty of it will start uh, like how much the fee will be. You're saying that's going to be in January. The, we we will present the proposed fee in January as part of the budget as part of the budget process. We have a lot of background work that has to be done Got it. to be able to kind of hone in on where the fee should be okay. so that we can cover the expenses that need to be covered. Got it. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys very much. It's uh, I know stormwater is something that you know, not a lot of people get excited about, but I'm, I'm very thankful that we have people to get excited about it here at the city because uh, you might not like it, but when you get days like last week when you got a, like, like, my, like me, who had a good three or four inches of water in his basement, uh, it's, I, I'll be happy to pay a little extra if, if I can prevent that. So, sure. uh, thank you guys very much. Thank you. Thanks for having us. All right. There go Kelly and Perry again. There they go again. They're there always they here. Again. It seems like. Cause they, the department does so much. So much. Yeah. Yes. It's kind of, it's kind of a behemoth department <laughs> relative to, to many of our others. It's, I think it's got like double the employees of the police department. It's so, at least half of our workforce, yeah, I think. Yeah, it's, it's about half yeah. the city's workforce. So uh, it's got everything from transit to solid waste to stormwater. I mm-hmm. mean, it's uh, everything. So, um, And we're very, very lucky to have folks like that that have been with us for a while mm-hmm. and it, immensely talented. So, yeah, very knowledgeable. Um, so thanks to them for, for popping in and joining us, even though their office is literally uh, right outside <laughs> this the door. <laughs> down the hall uh (laughs) we still appreciate them taking time out of their busy day to do it uh if you have any other questions about the stormwater utility or you want to keep up on the development and the progress as it makes its way through the approval process uh definitely go to winchesterva.gov uh keep up to date on our meeting agendas and uh stay tuned so with that thanks for listening and we'll see you around city hall